I noticed this guy's uh, Instagram today and um, some of the shots he puts up. Still looking the most good. Incredible coastline of Australia. Oh, the coastline probably... of Australia. I thought it'd be. He had the fair rig back in the he day. Did, he we'll did. we'll he have to ask him about that. But uh, <laughs> one of his footy clubs will win this year's premierships. Yeah, so, every year. I mean, uh, you can't believe it. Uh, so he played for Geelong, Melbourne, and Brisbane. So one of them. It's a raffle, um, and it's going to be the known as the Brent Maloney Cup, no <laughs> doubt. So and he joins us. G'day, Beamer. Yeah, boys, how are we going? Fantastic, mate. So much, so joyful to have you on a Melbourne Best and Ferris winner, and you know over a hundred games for the D's. Uh, how do we find you uh, heading into this year? I, mean, I, I see you're a coach of a footy club up in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. So I'm coaching uh, Wilston Grange Football Club. Uh, we play in the Quaffle and the State League up here in Queensland, and um, this is my fourth year um, in the role. And yeah, we've been developing over the past three years. We really up in the bottom and work our way up, but. You know, we've built some really strong foundations over the past three years and now we're ready to uh, have, a, have a serious crack. Brent, it's was here, mate. Um, obviously, we're down in Melbourne for, for a long time as well. The the lifestyle up there, is is that something that sort of drew you, well, I suppose, back up there or drew you up there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I never thought I'd move out of Melbourne. I was, mm. you know, I was pretty settled down there and um, unfortunately things went a bit pear-shaped and... Um, I moved up to the Lions and, and was really happy for that opportunity and played there for two years and I, I absolutely loved it that much. You know, the winters are absolutely amazing up here, 23, 24 degrees. And, um, I, I just, um, you know, I couldn't go back to a Melbourne winter, but, you know, I've actually stayed up here, you know, ever since I retired and um, I lived in Noosa for four years and I'm um, back in Brisbane now coaching and, and doing what I love. And what about playing days? Are they well and Truly over, you know, pull the boots on in the yeah. in the twos, or yeah, well and truly over. Um, you know, I finished with a you know Achilles and sort of you know, back problems, which most most guys do mm. um, at the end of their careers. But um, I tried to play a little bit after, but you know, just kept getting injured and and all that sort of stuff. So I really enjoy the coaching side of things now and developing young people uh, on and off the field. So um, yeah, that's what I'm putting all my energy into at the moment. And what about sort of apart from the coaching? What what else have you sort of been up to there? Yeah, look, I've tried a few things. Like I, I, I did a bit of real estate in Noosa. Um, it's one of those things when you retire, mm. like, especially when you're thirty, you sort of really have to start again. And I've run a few football academies and things like that, which um, which I really enjoyed, and that really got me into coaching. Really, um, and yeah, really, I'm just doing full time football at the moment, and um, and I work at a pub two or three days a week just to, just to help out a mate. So, um, yeah, no, it's a pretty good lifestyle. It's quite incredible, your playing career, as I mentioned from the top. Geelong, Melbourne and Brisbane, your teams are, and all three of them are up and about at the minute. Um, do you have you picked a side who to go for, you know, if it comes to, you know, the finals? and Or who have you been going for? Yeah, look, when you look at it, you know, Brisbane has strengthened again with Gunston, Dunkley. Yeah. You know, I've been watching this Ashcroft. I've been going out to their trial matches and watching the intra-clubs and he's been the really best man on the ground mm. you know, the two games that I've seen and um, you know he's he's going to be an absolute star but you know the, the two Irish boys McKenna and uh, I think it's James Madden um, they're going to be you know keys for him as well McKenna with his run and dash out of the back line but it's James Madden I don't think a lot of people know too much about him but he's a big unit and they've just announced obviously Harris Andrews and Lockie Neal as their, their co-captain so 
Um, you know, they're going to be hard to beat, you know, especially at the Gabba, but they've learned to win away from the Gabba as well. So, um, you know, to win those games at the, at the NCG, um, you know, last year was, was, was really important for them. But, um, you know, Melbourne are strengthened, you know, Grundy, Lockie Hunter, they look hungry and motivated again. You know, um, it's very hard to go back to back. So, um, you know, like, you know, you see, I don't know if you saw on the, on the weekend, they played played a, um, a game against St Kilda and they went out the back and did 30 minutes of running. So mm. that just shows me that they're motivated and hungry and, and they want to get back in into that top two. Um, but, you know, Geelong, the running cameras, you know, which I went down to the grand final um, last year and, you know, um, they absolutely smashed Sydney uh, in all facets of the game. So, you know, they're going to be a year older, but they've also got some young developing players coming through, as they always do. And there was no mention, I mean, he's probably a mate of yours, but um, Shannon Burns has gone as the runner back-to-back. There's no mention of getting him up to Brisbane for uh, for a yeah. three-peat. Yeah. yeah, I know. He must be a good lucky, lucky charm, old Burnsy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, he, he was pretty quick when he played, and uh, he's one of the quickest runners out there at the moment. But, um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's great to see you know, the three clubs that I um, was lucky enough to represent are uh, right in the mix. Does it frustrate you though, Brent? I mean, you mean you were at the clubs um, when they were their lowest ebbs um, for most of the time. Where does it almost frustrate you that they've finally come good now, and you're you're nearly forty? Yeah, no, no, thanks for mentioning that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, I, um, no, I'm so happy for them. Like I'm a supporter now. You know, I voted for Melbourne as a kid, and you know, I always wanted to play for the Melbourne Footy Club, and I got to live my dream, but. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to get, you know, um, drafted by Geelong. Had two years there, played played in uh, three finals for them. And oh, look, I knew they were going to be good. We had so much young talent with Ablett, you know, Bartell, Johnson, Kelly, you know, Paul Chapman, you know, Joel Corey. You know, the list goes on. But I had so much young talent. But, well, eventually we knew, you know, they were going to be good. But you know, I got an offer from uh, from Melbourne, and Neil Danaher flew up to Noosa and met me on a footy trip there, and and said, oh, uh, "You're starting in the middle of round one." So, you know, um, they're decisions you make throughout your career. Do I do I agree with anything? No, I don't. I, um, you know, as I said, I always wanted to play for the Melbourne Footy Club, and um, it was great to play under Neil Danaher, who was um, actually a hero of mine. So, so you, so he met you on a footy trip. Um, does yeah. he, can you explain <laughs> that a bit more? Yeah, well, His shout. Well, well, sort of on, we went to Noosa, just us young boys, me, Gazza, and a few other guys. We just went to Noosa just as a, no, it wasn't like a, a normal footy trip. We just sort of a few young boys going away together. And um, I got a I got a phone call from my manager and said, oh, do you want to get traded? And I was like, no way. I just you know, played, in, played in the Premier League final. And um, you know, I was really happy it's along and had a lot of mates there and and he said, yeah, he reeled off a few clubs, you know, um, you know, Essendon, Hawthorne, Collingwood and Melbourne are keen on you. I said, oh, Melbourne. And uh, I said, oh, look, let me have a chat to me, my parents and um, and uh, and then, you know, I had a good think about it. I said, oh, I'm happy to talk to Melbourne and then Neil Danaher flew up the next day and met me at the surf club and, and bought me a beer and I was, I was actually shit myself and and um, he, he spelled the first beer and uh, he goes right your shout and I was like oh okay right, right. so 
went and bought him a beer and then he, I come back and he goes, you start in the middle round one. He, he just gave me that belief and confidence yeah. that, um, that, that I probably needed at the time. Okay. So That's you could awesome. stand up at the time and you weren't, <laughs> you weren't in the scrum. No, no, it wasn't. No, I, I stopped. When I knew he was coming up, I stopped yeah, everything and oh, I was so nervous. Yeah. Um, I was only 19 years of age and, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's always a funny story too. Did that... Yeah. At, at the time, did you have to sort of hide that, or did you? Was that okay to be happening? Um, yeah, I think Geelong, because Geelong sort of, you know, they put a few guys up. I think even Enright name come up. Like, there's a few guys they they didn't you couldn't touch, and that was Ablett and Bartel, like the real high draft kids, mm. and which is understandable. And then um, a few names come up, but I was still contracted, so I could have just said no, I'm happy. But um, yeah. The uh, you know the offer from Neil Danaher to, to come and play for Melbourne, who were a finals team at the time. Mm. You know mm. they were a bit more of an ageing list, but you know they had some some uh, some younger you know players coming through, Sylvia McLean, who were high draft picks, and um, yeah, I thought I would have fitted in well to their midfield. So um, that was the decision I made. But um, yeah, that's all in the past now. So, you, you know, you win a billion effort, Melbourne, um, so you go there and you have a bit of success, a personal success, but how frustrating was it to play for Melbourne during that time with, you know, it seemed, you know, as a supporter, it felt like every 12 weeks they'd change the coach. Yeah, yeah, look, it was frustrating. Like, uh, I really enjoyed Neil, um, obviously Neil Dunham, but then uh, Dean Bailey. Um, it took a while for, I was injured at the time, I had you know, osteopubis and then a shoulder injury, so... You know, it probably took him a while to build some trust around you know, uh, my game, but um, I had a really strong relationship with uh, Dean Bailey and was disappointed when, when we saw him go because we were actually, um, that 2011 season, we were in the eight at times and mm. you know, we are still a young team, so, um, you know, we are trying to pull, put all the pieces together. But um, And then Mark Neal come on board and he sort of, you know, he probably saw me as an age. I was only 28 at the time, but probably in, you know, um, probably in the peak of my you know, of my uh, football career. But he felt that you know he had a five-year plan, and I probably wasn't in those plans. So that just happens. That happens in life. That happens in footy. So you know, you go to somewhere where you feel wanted, and and um, and yeah, that's what I did. I went to Brisbane and and um, ended my career up there. So. I'm interested too um, with the AFL players and, and a lot of just general footballers. When you get to the end of your career, did, did you have a down? Did you have a sort of lull and and think, you know, what am I going to do? Was there any sort of sort of negative yeah. feelings about stuff? And then you had to find your way. Yeah, look, I sort of had some plans in place. I knew I was coming to an end, so I was always going to start a football academy up on the Sunshine Coast. So that was always going to be my next move and I wanted to be you know somewhere I, I feel that when I'm active and healthy you know, that, you know that's when I'm, I'm you know, my happiest mm. so you know that's why I moved to Noosa a place where you know it's easy to you know um, stay healthy you wake up you go for a run you have a swim you know and that's really important to me and that's probably why I stayed up in, in Queensland so because um, I feel it makes it a lot easier to, to stay active and and, and keep fit, you know, because that's what you're used to doing. You're used to, you know, getting up and, you know, you, you, you got your set times like, as an AFL <laughs> player, right? You know, you're set in your ways, you know, and, um, you know, you, 
you sort of instilled into, into a program. So, um, yeah, I haven't really had a lull. You know, I've had some, you know, Cole Sylvia, my best mate, passed yeah. away, which was you know, really sad and, and, and things like that that happen in life. But, you know, it's all about the people you have around you. You know, I'm, I'm you know, really close to my family. I've got some great friends and, and people who, you know, um, have helped me through this, this time. But, um, yeah, it's really about the people you, you hang around. And, and um, yeah, no, I love it up here. And you've probably got free tickets to the next four or five grand finals with all the your ex-teams <laughs> playing. Yeah, former well, great. Get an invite. Uh, yeah, I'll get all the past players' emails. <laughs> yeah, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a busy man getting back to them, but... But, um, yeah, no, it's going to be an exciting year. Obviously, um, you know, with, with all, both, all, all three clubs, um, you know, are going to be right mm. in the mix for the top four. Um, you know, Collingwood, it'll be interesting to see if, if they can, you know, repeat what they did last year. They surprised a lot of teams. But the biggest thing with Collingwood is they, you know, they were, they were never out of any game. Mm. They played every minute of every game. I think that's what Craig McCrae has instilled in them, and they never give up. And um, it'll be interesting to see how they go. Frio, you know, Jackson will be a big loss for Melbourne. Um, he was starting to really put it together, but he was always had that, you know, um, talk of, of going home. Um, you know, they picked up Amira, who's a, who's a class midfielder. Um, but the question marks are on Port Adelaide, you know, Sydney, Bulldogs, probably GWS, you know, with a new coach, and Gold Coast, you know, where are they going to end up? Are they going to be that sort of mid-table, I'd say? Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an exciting season and I'm really looking forward to the start of it. And what about the Gorillas? Yes, so, as I said, we, we've been building for the last three years. Yep. Um, I had to really start from the bottom and, and really develop our, our younger players and, and, and our junior players who have come through. And we've been lucky enough to recruit, you know, each year. Um, and what we're trying to build is sustained success. I'm not trying to come in and win a premiership, one premiership, and then you know it all falls apart. What we're trying to do is build sustained success so the club's in a really strong position. So whenever I leave and the people that are at the club now, the club is going to be successful for 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah. And uh, that's the aim. And, and fingers crossed, um, you know, we can get in some, you know, get a taste of finals for you this year. Well, we'll be following the Gorillas, that's for sure. We're big fans of yours, uh, mate, and your footy club. So uh, th- we were happy to leave it there, mate. But, uh, let's look, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Good luck with the year with the Gorillas. Um, I'm sure we'll stay in touch throughout it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, keep an eye on it, boys. Give me a call anytime, And, um, yeah, good luck with the show, boys. And, um yeah, go Dees. <laughs> go Dees. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much, Brent. <laughs> Good on you. Oh, he'll get a call every week uh, if you keep that <laughs> tune up. Thank you, Brent Maloney.